Welcome to the Aligned Women's Play with Diane McKendrick, where we discuss filling your cup, embracing financial abundance, and designing the life of your dreams. Tuning in to, I nearly said the Rise and Shine podcast, but we've transmitted and matured past that. We are now the Aligned Woman's Way. So welcome to the Aligned Woman's Way. My name is Diane McKendrick. I am your host and we are up to episode number 140 today. And for episode number 140, I have a special guest here for you. So I am not going to say too much about this gorgeous, amazing I'm having a moment, incredible, inspiring, beautiful woman. I'm going to let her um, take the floor and introduce herself. Um, So today I would like to bring to the space Renee Ferris. Take it away, Renee. Hello. Hello, everyone. It is so lovely to be here. Like many of you, I have been listening to this podcast from day one and love every episode. And so it is such an honor to be here as a guest on I was going to say Diane McKendrick show, but the Aligned Woman's Woman's, um, podcast, which, yeah, it's such an honor to be here. As Diane said, you know, go to introduce yourself. And it's really interesting, actually, just even having this question posed at me because for so many years and most of my life, I'd be wanting to get on here and be like, oh, I'm this or I'm that identity. And we, we start identifying ourselves as I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a coach, I'm a CEO, you know, I'm this, I'm that. But I really just want to come on here and say, I'm Renee. And that has actually been my evolution. So I am simply me. There are so many different things that I do, but who am I? I am Renee. And I'm so honored to be here. Uh, I love that. I am Renee, full stop. There's nothing else needed, nothing else required. And I think that's really beautiful for so many people listening um, who might have followed a similar journey, myself included. It, for a really long time, it was uh, all those attachments to all the things we did, uh, all the things we wanted to do. And for me, I avoided for so long that feeling of space, yeah, that feeling of homecoming because it is so deeply, it's so powerful. And I feel like many of us avoid our whole, like without consciously realising, avoid coming home to this quietness and this peace because of the mind and what the mind tells us and our conditioning. So, yeah, to be able to sit here and be. Yeah, yeah, it's it truly is transformative. And I think this is a thing a lot of us grow up in. It's like we, we need this identity, you know. Um, for the first part of my career, you know, I was Renee from Suncorp, you know, because I was in banking and I was Renee from Suncorp. And then when I left that job, I remember the last day of work, I just bawled and bawled my eyes out because I felt like I was losing my identity. And then I attached to being Dean's girlfriend and, you know, this and that. And then I've attached to being Myra and Olivia's mom. And then I've attached to um, being, you know, the, the founder of Pure Possibility. And I've been attached to so many different labels. And I've actually just returned in the last um, couple of days from a week trip in Bali after being on quite a long journey over the last few years in terms of evolving and evolving. And I've spent um, quite a lot of time working one-on-one as well with Diane um, leading up to this final, what I guess I call my homecoming that I just had in Bali. And I just realized for the first time in my life that the label actually doesn't matter. You know, we hear these things, we talk about them, 
but it really landed. And that's a really big thing that I want to share on this podcast today is that our labels shift and change as we grow and evolve, as our values shift, as our missions, you know, evolve. And I think it's really powerful that we remember who we are and who we are is at the essence of everything that we do. And so, yes, those labels are what we do and how people know us, but who we truly are is the essence of us at the core. And I think that's really beautiful for anybody tuning in right now. It's you guys are getting a massive transmission because Renee just got back from Bali after several days away on a retreat. Uh, Mind-blowing, earth-shattering change. I can feel it in you. Like Renee said, we've worked together for a while now. um, You've had been lucky enough to do the one-on-ones with me and attend uh, a couple of day retreats and a few different things. So to see you go from where you were when we first started to where you are today and not even see, like it's not even something the the, the eye can see, it's a feeling. And so you're getting this beautiful treat of Renee being back with the transmissions from her Bali retreat. And I've just come off the energetics of business retreat, which I run once a year. And this year we had six incredible, amazing women. And similar to what Renee explained, they're all feeling that today as well. So it's not about the identity and the things that we attach to in order to feel safe or in order to feel whatever you're seeking. It's this space and this homecoming where you can really, it's hard to put into words because it's, there's no physical words for the way that we probably both feel right now. And even if you're double timing us, I think (laughs) I've noticed we're both talking really slowly and we're really present here with each other. So even if you double or triple the timing, it's probably still going to be super slow <laughs> and poised and present here because, um, yeah, you guys are getting this transmission live from us after both having spent some time away with incredible people, raising our, our vibrations, having those moments of homecoming, and then collectively being able to share that with other light workers, with other humans who also want this path in life. So. Yeah. Yeah, if, if everybody, the people that are listening can sense and feel that both Renee and I and perhaps other people in your life, maybe even yourself, have this different awareness and this different presence, let's just throw an invitation out there right now for um, you to feel that, whether you're driving, whether you're walking, whether you're, I don't know, getting dinner ready, listening to a podcast, folding the washing, just pausing for a moment, like putting your hand on your heart And taking a nice big deep breath in and breathing it out. Sigh if you can. If you're in a position, you can sigh. Just like, oh, let it out. And then do two more of those. In and out. And one more in and out. And really allowing yourself as you've done those deep breaths, like to drop down through the layers, through the labels, through the identities and really feel who you are without all the stuff, without the sacrifice, without the significance, without all the uh, human things that we attach to who we are. Like who are you before all of the stuff? Yeah. And And I think just on that as well, um, really paying attention when you're in that moment to that feeling of like what actual feeling comes up for you because I know when I first sat in that 
I really felt terrified. I was like, well, who am I without all this stuff, without trying to prove myself, without being recognized from my successes? How can I be seen without all of that? And so it really was a huge step for me to be able to come out and not sit here and feel like I need to gloat about some accomplishments or all of the different things that I have built or achieved or in areas of my life that I've empowered, but to just really allow that energy to do the speaking for you, to allow that pure beingness. And this is something that actually drew me to working with Diane in the first place was one of the very first times that I spent time with Diane in person, you know, Diane at the time had had a, a could list off, rattle off lots of successes, lots of accomplishments that she'd achieved in her life, but she didn't. Her energy did that for her. And I was in the room and I was just like, this woman is powerful. This woman is, um, you know, she didn't have to tell me. Whereas I felt like at that point in my life, I was walking into rooms and then telling everyone what I had accomplished, what I had achieved, how much I knew, you know, in a conversation, I couldn't just sit and listen because I had to try and tell them what I knew so that I could feel that significance. So I could feel that, that like I was trying to prove to them that I had value to bring to that conversation. Um, where in contrast, Diane was sitting there and she was giving that same vibe, but without having to speak it. And I think that in itself is such an incredibly valuable lesson to realize that. And what I've come to see is that every single person listening to this podcast, every single person that you know, every single person that you've ever met actually has value. We all have value in different areas but you don't have to go and prove that you have value because it's innate inside of you. And everything you've ever done from the day you were born up until now has given you a certain um, uh, pathway per se of experiences of, you know, you have put your time and energy somewhere, you know, you've been, you haven't slept this whole time, right? Your whole life. So you've been doing something and every single thing that you do gives you experience. It gives you knowledge. It gives you wisdom whether or not you perceive it in a certain way. So you might look at um, a particular area of genius and be like, but I'm not smart in that area. Maybe you haven't learned that because how much time have you spent in that area yet? But look at where you have spent your time and realize that you are a genius in that area. And then if you then choose in the future to shift that, shift your zone of genius, then you can. It just means that you then have to go and start, you know, spending time in that field, doing the thing in that field until you start learning and experiencing, um, you know, even in the field of coaching, you know, when I first started, I was like, oh my God, I just want to be the best coach today. I want to be out this today. And it frustrated me having to go through the periods of kind of sucking. Um, but it was so necessary because every time I did it, you know, I wanted to read a book um, that would tell me the answer. I wanted to, you know, because I was quite academic growing up, I was like, cool, I'll just read it and learn it. But there's so much in life that we can't learn through a book. We learn through doing, we learn through experience. And it comes sometimes by purely sitting with yourself and accepting yourself truly where you're at and owning and loving that and realizing that that is enough. And that every step is more, you know, you'll grow. Yes. And do you want to tell us a bit more about that journey, Renee? Because you had come to a couple of the retreats uh, as a senior sister or like for the day when there was an opportunity to come for a couple of days mm. and you mentioned before we got on the on the call 
that because you'd seen on Facebook or you'd worked with on social media or worked with me before and you could see how deep I took people and uh, the doing in the sense of doing the work that it felt kind of scary or awkward or you weren't ready for it. And then in the last week when you went to your retreat to Bali, how that embodiment work and really creating that space and going to the place that you'd been avoiding, yeah. how that has like revolutionized your life and revolutionized like the, the way that you are, like the woman sitting in front of me right now, oh, I get kind of teary, is a different woman to that was sitting in front of me a month ago. Like I can sense and feel your presence and I can feel your change and your presence is now doing the talking. And I think everybody tuning into this will feel that. So share a little bit about that like, because we work with really, really committed women, really devoted women who want to make a difference in the world and some of them are in high corporate jobs or we've added all those labels to themselves and they see these retreats and they're sitting on the fence because their soul is calling. Like I know because we'd had, my nose is all red, how funny. <laughs> I know because we'd had these conversations before and yeah. I could hear your soul calling to do this work, but there was something not letting you come to the retreat or not letting you get in too deep because there was an avoidance of, you know, what you said, you were terrified of meeting that part of yourself. Yeah. So. Can you speak to those ladies? Because there's so many of them out there sitting on the fence, watching, waiting, feeling this is the work, but then the identities, the labels, the stories, like stopping them from saying yes, whether it is, you know, going away on a trip to Bali, you would have had your whole, whole process through that, coming to a retreat with us or their version of that. Can you yeah. share the, the process that you went through and maybe some wisdom around that for people? Yeah, for sure. Um, well, the first thing that comes to mind when listening to you speak is the the moment that I attended the the last retreat um, of yours, and I come in as a senior sister to um, yeah to assist at the um, at the event and share my story. And we I stayed um, must have been like a, an extra a day or so there. And when a lot of the attendees went to do activities. I stood to the side and I was like, oh, no, I like you went to go jump in the pool and I said no. And I knew there was a piece of me that kind of wanted to do it and kind of wanted to join in, but my head said no. And I, I thought at the time that I was just honouring myself and I was, you know, just being true to me because like I don't do that stuff and I don't need, I don't like cold pools. So why would I go in the cold water when I'm like not warm? But I realised afterwards that it was actually an avoidance mechanism because I wasn't yet, um, what's the word? I wasn't yet ready to meet that part of me. And subconsciously I knew that getting in that water would get me closer um, but I was too caught in my head and my own thoughts. And after that event and after that moment when I sat out and I missed out, I then had one other moment where I was at a place and some a heap of girls started getting up and dancing. And it looked so much fun, but I didn't. And I excluded myself and I stood aside because I was like, oh, I don't dance. Because and I think this, this can happen as we evolve in business and we do become... Um, What's like when you do, you become a leader and a lot of people are watching 
And I've noticed myself go through this process as well. Oh, now I'm a leader and people are actually watching, watching and following. I need to be more sensible or I need to appear a certain way or I've got to have my shit together. I've got to look a certain way and I've got to um, hold this space for these other women. Yeah. And, and I feel like as we go along that journey, like what you're explaining, so many people would be feeling because we've created this identity for ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And the growth is in letting that all crumble and being seen and witnessed and held firstly by other women, by each other. So then we can take that home to our communities and our families and our partners. So if we yeah. can't do it with ourselves and each other, then how are we expected to do it within the community as the leader? Yeah. So, yes. And I think particularly when you are leading a movement, you know, like um, for me, uh, being in... Um, like seeing myself as a leader, trying to position myself as a leader. And at the time I was going through this, like, I need authority. I need to be like, I've done this. I don't need that, you know, and I let my pride and my ego get in the way. And what I didn't realize was it wasn't actually that comfortable to then put myself in a place where I could be vulnerable. I was putting myself in a place where I was, putting myself on an equal playing field because up until that moment, what I didn't realize was that I was seeking significance from outside of me. So significance is a core need that every single one of us want and desire in our life. Um, and it's something that we all have an innate significance inside of us. You know, think about your children, you know, for those of you that are, that are parents, you don't, your, your kids from the moment they're born, you see them as worthy. They haven't even achieved anything yet. And you're like, you're worthy of so much unconditional love, like anything. Yet there's somewhere along the line that we forget that. There's often different things in our childhood where we start associating achievement or accomplishment or results. It's just the way that our society is set up. We start linking that with significance. We see celebrities on TV. We see people looking up to stars, to coaches, to this. And so one of the biggest things for me was, growing up, I always wanted to be that. I wanted to be somehow above others. I wanted to feel that need of significance. What I didn't realize was that I can get that feeling of significance from within and I don't need it from external. And the external one was false. And it actually made me feel worse than when I felt equal with it, you know, and could start seeing the value in everyone. When I was trying to put myself on a pedestal and trying to do this because and I didn't realize I wasn't doing it intentionally, but I was doing it subconsciously because I wanted that feeling of significance. I wanted to feel more important than the other guests. So for example, at Diane's retreat, I had, um, and, and it's actually quite tough to, um, to say um, publicly because, you know, it's, it's something, you know, that I have to admit, but the reality was I wanted to feel more important. I wanted to feel more equal to Diane. And so me joining in with the group felt like I was weak, like I was vulnerable and like I, I didn't have my shit together. And I thought like, I thought I needed to have my shit together to be valuable. And I've realized that it's less about having it together and more about just realizing that life is this constant evolution. You know, we constantly face with new challenges, new supports and um, yeah, we're just enough. Like, and you don't need to necessarily be different or separate to have that significance, which is what I, which was a misunderstanding, I guess I would call it, that I had misbelief that I had for so long was that I had to stand out to be significant. Yes. 
And I feel like that's what we're taught as kids in order, well, this is what I was taught, do the opposite to what everybody else does. Yeah. Served me for a period of time, but then eventually it wasn't about doing, because we talk in, um, we've both had a similar mentor and had similar coachings around this and interpreted it probably fairly similar, that word similarly as well, is like the masses and the masters. And so I created this idea similar to what you just said of what is everybody else doing? And if they're going to do that, being the masses, then I'm going to do the opposite. And that was coming also similar to what you said as from a place of significance. Yeah. And the moment that I realized that it wasn't about not just doing what everybody else was doing that was going to make me different or significant or feel acknowledged, that I could be in that moment of presence and ask myself what's being asked of me right now. What does my soul need right now? What does the community need right now? And then when I could be honest with myself and it's to explain it for me, it's not even a thought, it's a feeling. So many of us live in our heads. And if I'm thinking, uh, it's often significant based. If I'm feeling, which I feel is a big part of my journey, is trusting the way I feel, trusting my intuition. And that's what we did at Energetics of Business over the weekend. We got through so much content, but we did it through embodiment practices and processes. So it is anchored into our body. There are so many women out there that don't even consider themselves as business women yet. Uh, and and you, you can have your own representation or interpretation of that. But my goal and my dream and my uh, vision is to support women to become financially free, be fully self-expressed on their sole purpose, be more of themselves and get paid shitloads of money to do it. Yeah. And I know that's a big, you play a big role in that. You've been able to do that for yourself you're doing it for us in pure possibility. I've also now joined Renee's team uh, as pure possibility and in that collective as well. And really just deciding, like choosing, feeling, who am I? How can I be more of that? And then how, allowing, not even how can I get paid for it, allowing yourself to be yeah. remunerated, to be more of you. And that's what I'm finding with myself and the women that get to work with me in close proximity is they're becoming more of themselves opening expressing and getting paid more than they've ever dreamed of and it's so easy because it's it's simply being yourself which is what I've most of us have spent most of our life from that point of Renee mentioned it before we were born feeling worthy and now having well most of us feeling worthy of love and then at some point something's happened and we've decided that we're not and then we come full circle to Oh, unconditional love of ourself, not from our parents, not from our teachers, preachers, people around us, but from ourself and to ourself. And there is so much power in that. There is so much depth in that. There is so much freedom in that. So tell us, Renee, uh, in words or feeling, your version of that and what you're creating now in the team of pure possibility to support women and families to feel more of that, be who they are, express it, share that content online and make income from it so they can free themselves from the rat race, from these thoughts, from uh, what we were sort of talking about at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And that's exactly my vision for Pure Possibility is to really allow people to create this space where they're putting themselves in a situation. So we leverage affiliate, the affiliate marketing model to be able to build a personal brand and monetize your personal brand. And 
with that, um, we do a lot of mind and body work because what I realized, um, you know, the affiliate marketing, network marketing, multi-level marketing, all of that um, industry has a really bad name or, you know, right behind it for in certain circles for the reason I believe that there are people that jump in and then give up on themselves. It's not that the model itself doesn't work. There are millions of people around the world really successfully and thriving in this space, but there are also a lot of people that have jumped in and then given up on themselves too soon. And they've had all of these conditionings like we just spoke about um, that didn't allow them to move through it. And so something there as well. Yeah. Uh, In my experience of network marketing, so yes, given up on themselves, as you said, and also that old age stigma that comes with network marketing when you're around someone that is network marketing and they're just waiting for an opportunity to share what they've got. And then everything, like every conversation comes back to, because I've done network marketing in the past before, and there was lots of things I didn't like about it, so I changed it. And I truly believe that was why I was successful with it. But that feeling of, oh, you're going out, you haven't heard from someone for 10 years, and then they call you, and then all of a sudden they want to meet for a coffee and nothing's mentioned, and you meet for a coffee. And then you say you got, I don't know, a sore back or something like, oh, I've got something for that. And so the intention underneath it is more like of a convincing, luring. We genuinely want to help, but they hadn't been taught and the culture hadn't been set on um, deep healing as opposed to just getting as, this is a really good example of it. I was taught business is a numbers game. Yep. And that's how I operated for a little while. And then I realized, and I did this again with my women on the retreat over the weekend, and it was so profound. Business for me now is a vehicle for my deepest soul expression and my deepest healing. Yep. And when I started to operate my network marketing, affiliate marketing business from that, I felt different to other people. I was no longer trying to lure. I was no longer trying to convince because if I'm honest, I probably went, I didn't realize I was doing it at this, at that point. Yeah. Yeah. That was the culture. And yeah. when I felt a bit icky in my body and trusted my um, feeling and yeah. my direction and myself and I changed it, that's when people started to magnetize towards me. Yeah. And that's also why I love what you're setting up is because it's so um, unique in the fact that, like you said, it's about the the body work and all the other parts of their life first. Yeah. And switching on those receiving receptors, getting that self-confidence to then be able to magnetize people to you, to your brand, to your community, and so unattached to the outcome. If they want it, they're in. If they're not, that's totally fine and we carry on yeah absolutely and that exactly you know yes 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 is all I want to say to that because I think that's a lot of what I struggled with when I first and why I even avoided joining the space in, in the first place was for that reason that I didn't want to feel like that person that was just pushing things onto people just to make a dollar and initially there are times definitely through my evolution where I felt that but exactly what you just said For me, it's been such a healing journey and it's like, and I've heard you say this before, you know, we heal the world by healing ourselves. And what I love about this space and how we've positioned um, our way of doing business at Pure Possibility is really around personal branding and not the typical personal branding of like, how do you make yourself look great in photos and how do you make your colors stand out and what's your font and all of that rubbish. 
or not not rubbish you know it's really nice that people have that but in for what we do my version of personal branding is about really getting to the essence and the core of who you are and how you want to be and how you want to shop and how you want to make people feel and then it comes from a place of service and really uncovering so for anyone that um, invests in the product and in the business model through um, our team at Pure Possibility, what they get access to is not just the products and the business model, but we have a mind gym that comes with it. And my mind gym is there every single week to help people to get to this place, to this place that allows them to uncover what their core needs are that they're trying to compensate with through business. Because the, the reality is a lot of us enter business for perhaps the wrong reasons. You know, we enter business to feel significant. We enter business to make money. But why do you want to make money? Are you wanting to make money because you genuinely just want to love your life and feel joy and do enjoy it? Or are you doing it because you think you're going to be more worthy and more respected because of you've got money? Um, and so it's really about uncovering what is it that really got you into this? So that is huge, like such a big part of business that I didn't learn until recently yeah I would say almost 100% of people before they know better we get into business to uh cover a void yes yeah yeah so whether it is like you said significance or money and my business really didn't boom until I started to uncover why I was actually doing this and then when I was honest similar to what you said before it's hard to admit or acknowledge that yeah, I I was the little kid that was never liked. Yeah. I was a little kid that always tried so hard. I was yeah. a little kid that got to the back of kicked to the back of ballet because I was too tall and too unco. Yeah. So subconsciously I created this life, this lifestyle, this business. So I never needed to be the ugly little kid that got kicked to the back anymore. And I do even remember saying it, one of the very first uh, events that I created, I was like, whoever felt like the weird one, the odd one out, ah, oh, this is huge me and they all put their hand up whoever felt like the weird one they never you know the odd one out and then I was like great because that's why I created this community so you never have to be the odd one out again yeah that is a part of the reason I started my business I didn't know that and no not even them me first of all so I never had to be the odd one out I never had to be I'm like if I'm the leader people can't kick me out but all the challenges I came up against in building to the point I am today was from a little bit, a little bit, softening it, from the energetic of what if I get outcast? Even when Michelle joined the business and I had VAs and it was working without me, the little girl inside of me had a grieving period. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not needed anymore. They can do this without me. So that is, and I would would love people to, because there is a lot of business ladies that listen to this. And if it's not business, it's something else. It's something else that you're doing to cover that void until we're aware of it. Yeah. And you can shift and there's nothing, this is a, a huge part too. There's nothing you have to do. It's not about doing more. It's about devoting your life to yourself, acknowledging, caring for yourself and clearing that, showing up and putting yourself in and around people like Renee, like myself, our communities, our collective communities, and trusting. Yeah. And I think, Diane, the reason that that's so important is because what a lot of people miss and what I missed at the start was that business is not about you. You know, business is not about your product. Business is about solving problems for other people and real people. 
you know, and that's like you mentioned before, we get taught that business is a numbers game. I've had so many people challenge me in this space that I'm in because they're like, oh, you just need to talk to more people, you know, have this many conversion rate and just do, do, do. But for me, it's not about that. It's about becoming the kind of person where I can genuinely hear people's needs because business is actually a people's game, you know? McDonald's think they're in the burger game. They're in, you know, they're in the people's game. They're there for fast, quick, convenient because that's what people need. You know, we are in the people's business. Every single business, no matter what your product or service is, is a people's game. And I think that's the element that so many people miss is we forget, we neglect human behavior. We neglect people's needs because we're so focused on our own needs. And then we're there trying to do business focused on ourselves and there's this disconnect. But when we can really start aligning ourselves, fill our cup genuinely, like really fill it where we have our significance from ourselves. We don't need it from external. We have our acceptance from ourselves that we don't need that validation from somebody else. Then that is when we can genuinely handle rejection. When we, because we realize they're not rejecting me. They're just rejecting this opportunity or this offer because that's not the right for them right now, or they haven't understood exactly how it can help them. And yep. so there's two different ways to look at it rather than going, oh my God, that person said no to me. So now I'm a failure or this business model doesn't work or that doesn't work. But it's or even a third, like you mentioned yeah. too, but it could be a third that uh, not even, it's not even rejection. Yeah. It's just a choice that it's not for them right now. And I, it's like in my, I'm like, oh, I'm not rejected. It's just not for them right now. Exactly. Not rejecting me. I'm but it's that label me. of rejection where yeah. so many people go and label it like, oh my God, I was rejected. No, you weren't. You presented an opportunity for someone and they decided against it today. And then some, somewhere down the track, like oh, I had so many people like, I spoke to you about um, my vision for pure possibility six or eight months ago. And you were like, um, that's great, Renee, but it's not for me right now. And I was like, okay, cool. And we just kept doing business. I kept going about, but I stayed true to my vision and I kept evolving into the woman that I needed to be to be able to lead a vision and a space where I needed to go. But when I was coming from the place of like, oh my God, the products, they're so great. I need to sell to you. And it was all about how- I so I remember like as you're talking- I've got like a timeline of snapshot from you going through that period for the first couple of months to the next bit to, yeah, what you've evolved into. It's really, it's been so special to be along the journey, like as a friend and as your coach to just witness you evolve. Yeah. It's so cool. It's so fulfilling. I love it. And I think that's the thing too, like even the people that have joined me on this journey, like there's been, it's been seasonal, you know, there are people that I spoke to when I very first learned about this business and this business model. And even the person that I was then having those conversations is not the person I am today when I have these conversations. And I think that's what people also need to understand when they join business is we're so conditioned these days to think everything has to happen today, yesterday, instant. And, you know, everyone's like, oh, but you can make this and you can do that today. Yes, you can. You genuinely can make money today one. But it depends on your evolution as to and your ability to sit with it, to stay true to your vision and to move with it and grow with it. Because I believe genuinely, the more that you grow, the more your business grows. Yes. And it goes so hand in hand, but we avoid working on ourselves because we just want our business to be successful. And so we keep focused strategy, strategy. I need a better strategy. 
I need email marketing. I need this. I need to be talking to this. Um, when really it's the energy behind the action. You can do the same action and get completely different results. One of the girls I was speaking with just last week at the at um, in Bali, who um, has been in this, she's affiliated with the same company um, that we are. And we were sharing our experiences and she was saying like, she's an, an ad specialist and she gets a lot of her business and growth through um, Facebook ads. And she was saying that, her, she was sharing with me some of her numbers that are literally like 10 or 15 X what she now to what it was two years ago. But what was the most interesting was she, she explained that how many ads she was doing is exactly the same. The strategy she's doing exactly the same. What shifted was in, inside of her. The energetics of business, the energetics of life. Yeah, exactly. And so the intention and the volition that sits underneath the actions. Most humans come in at the action. Most yep. coaches come in at the action. Most containers come in. It's changing now. But yep. most people are coming in at the action and what can I do to what's to equal what can I get? Yep. So what I'm hearing you say, which I love, is the energetic and the intention that sits under that action. You could do the exact same action yep. and get a very different outcome Yeah, because of the energy and the internal work, everything that you've yeah. shared on the podcast. Yeah. And I think the important thing to note, though, is you also can't just do energetics without any action <laughs> because, you know, we all because also um, we could be attracting people, but if we're not open to it and not willing to have still the conversations and to do the action, we're then still not moving anywhere. So I like to think of it, I've got this analogy that I got from um, one of the girls in our organization as well, who mentioned about left foot, right foot. It's like your let, if, if your left foot is um, your inner work and your mindset and your right foot is your business and your action and your strategy and the actual taking action and doing the thing, if you just only do the thing and you never do inner work, you walk in, you go in circles. If you just do the other where you just do the inner work, but you don't take action, you walk in circles. But when you can learn to integrate and find this beautiful blend of being the person and embodying it and taking the action, that's where the magic happens and you yeah. start walking and moving forward. Walking and moving forward. I love that. And yeah, right foot, left foot. Yeah. And I feel like when you're doing that, from my experience of it, it doesn't, it doesn't even really feel like you're taking action. It feels like you're walking. Yes. And it's, it's yes. easy. That's just coming as I'm listening to you now because yes. I was trying to explain how action becomes a, a byproduct of that intention and it's not like a push and a hustle and a, and yes. a really have to do it. I was trying to explain how it becomes flow and easy and the red carpet rolls out. But what yes. you just explained made me realise, oh, then you're just walking and then sometimes you're going to jog and the yep. speed or the pace will pick up, uh, yep. but it's still easy is not the right word. It's in harmony, and it yeah. needs the the left foot needs right foot, and the right foot needs the left foot yes. to be in full walking mode. Yep. And then that's what, that's what it feels like, right? Walking, mm -hmm. walking, yeah. And yeah, yeah. And I think what what's coming through just for me as you're saying that is it's also around you know when we use the word or the language of action, it's like with that is all this planning, it's this, it's that, it's and these expectations, but it's when we can release that. So I like to think of that as my backpack when I'm walking. You know, if I've got all these expectations and these plans and it's got to go this way and it's got to go that way, I'm so heavy that it's hard to walk. But when I can release that and you've got an intention, 
and you've got you yes it's good to have a plan but like have that like your map your roadmap of where you're going but then leave the expectations behind and just be in the moment and I think that's why we need the two feet to work together because it's that where are you in the moment and really trusting that whatever you do in that moment will be the right step because this is the thing Um, the big thing that's come up for me a lot and why I had so much resistance to this and why I had so much resistance to going to the depth of inner work that I have of late is that I was afraid that if I just accepted where I'm at and I loved where I'm at and I gave myself that acceptance, I was afraid that I wouldn't move forward. I was afraid that I wouldn't take the action. I was afraid that I wouldn't do the thing. And so even though I knew it was blocking me and I would get caught in perfectionism a lot and I would sit there going in circles and I would sit there and I would overthink things like even this call, right? I would sit there and I would plan out all the things I'd have to say and then I would struggle to have the words come out because I would have pre-practiced them in my head and then I'd be trying to remember what I thought. Instead, Instead, coming with this new energy, this new attitude, I'm like coming into this call, I just boiled a cup of hot water I sat here with myself, took a couple of deep breaths and went, whatever comes out will be right. And it's actually allowed me that in each moment in life, I'm now able to see the opportunity that's in front of me and not be so blinded by what I thought should be there. Mm, Wow. Quote yourself, Renee Ferris. <laughs> I know who is this woman? Who is this woman? This is this is what happens when we you, keep working together and growing. I yeah. love your metaphors. I love the way that you express things because it makes so much sense and there's such deep feeling and servitude behind what you're offering. Yeah. So even just what you said then, so powerful, so valuable, and so easy. Just come off with your hot water and here we are. Yeah. And yet had I have my old conditioning and patterns that I stuck with pre-doing this, where I had to, I thought I need to know the answer for everything, Yeah, you know? And I used to even put these quotes on my, on my daily story, which I, I, I knew mentally, but hadn't embodied the whole of like, you don't need to see the whole staircase. You just need to take the next step. Like, I love that quote but it's so real. Like when you get to that embodiment piece, when you're literally like, I keep have, I have this thing that I now say to myself, like I am here, here is now. And it's my, my way of grounding myself. So when I start, my head starts getting busy trying to talk and plan things that are in the future that are too far ahead. I'm just like, I am here, here is now. And then I look around and all of a sudden there's like this beautiful opportunity in front of me. And It's something that I used to do a lot of um, coaching with um, athletes and it's still a lot of the the area and sport that I, that I work with um, families and sports. But one of the things that come up a lot um, for the motocross riders that I would work with was they would have these preconceived ideas of like what would happen when they, their results getting so caught on the results of the race that in each moment on the race during the race, They were struggling to be present and focused on this corner. So then they would make a mistake in that corner, not because they didn't know how to take the corner, but because they weren't there present. They were off thinking about their result or where they could be or whatever. And I realized that this stuff happens exactly in life as well. 
where we're not in the moment because we're off thinking about something else and or we've pre-planned it in our own mind. We visualize this moment and it's like, and then we're all confused in the moment, hesitating to like, oh, wait, but I was supposed to say this. How do you know you were supposed to say that? Because I wasn't in this conversation yet. I didn't know where this conversation was going to lead until I'm here with Diane and not listening to her thinking about what I'm going to say next, but genuinely hearing her listening to where that's guiding the conversation. And even if there was something I was going to say before, I'm just letting it go now. And that has been my greatest lesson in my entire life. I think, you know, like it's a big statement, but I genuinely believe like listening, not to, you know, not to think about what you're going to say next, but listening to understand and just being with it and allowing whatever comes is perfect and right and not what it should be or could have been or whatever. But it is right. I love it. I love it. I'm so glad that we did this this morning. (laughs) So if any, like people are tuning in and loving this conversation and want to find more out about you and the possibilities to work with you, and look into Pure Possibility and Mind Gym. Yeah. Where do they go? Where do they go? Um, So the best place to head is I'm on Instagram. So uh, Renee E. Ferris is my Instagram, R-E-N-A-E. I'm sure that Diane will pop it in the show notes. Um, But, yeah, I'm on Instagram and I'm also on Facebook. Same, just under my name. All my branding's under my name. And, yeah. That's the best place to come and reach out, have a conversation. And really for me, pure possibility is around exploring the possibilities for you. So uh, if you've ever been interested in the affiliate marketing space or wanted to see just how it can help, not just one area of your life, but every area of your life, then that's what pure possibility is about. It's about the possibilities that it opens the door to. Um, and really allowing that to grow and get paid to grow, which I think is like the best thing ever. Get paid to grow. I love that. I love, love, love it. So Renee E. Ferris on both Instagram and Facebook. There's any of Renee's followers uh, on here listening to this that haven't met me yet and are interested in what I do, which is basically coach incredible, amazing ladies like Renee. Uh, and through Energetics of Life Retreat, Energetics of Business and a couple of online courses that we do. Best place to find me is also similar, Instagram and Facebook, Diane McKendrick, Diane with one N, so D-I-A-N-E, McKendrick, M-C-K-E-N-D-R-I-C-K, Instagram and Facebook. And then also my website is www.those2sisters. So it's those and then the number two sisters.com. So that's my sister, my older sister, Michelle Ann, and I, and that's the best place to find us. Uh, before we finish up, Renee, I want to ask you one more thing. A couple of months ago, because, speaking of Michelle, my older sister, you had uh, an awakening. I did. Would you like to share that? Like, I think you'd had a healing with Michelle and a bit of the, Michelle does a lot of the deeper healing, what people would call woo-woo, but the spiritual work. Mm-hmm. Would, you, would you like to touch on that, on how that, because one thing I remember when you shared that with us is like you'd been through your whole life up until that point of sleep and then you had that homecoming at two o'clock in the morning or three o'clock in the morning of what it was and then it changed and then it sounds like you've had another one when you were in Bali so would you like to share that before we leave yeah so that was a another 
yeah, I feel like I've had so many line in the sand moments. You know how everyone like goes, oh, I've got this line in the sand moment and like this one distinct one. I feel like I've had a, a cascade of them. <laughs> so it's been like, boom, line in the sand moment, boom, line in the sand moment. Um, but that one particular one that really made me think of Michelle um, popped up and it was really interesting. So it was the third of the third so it was the third of march um at 3 33 in the morning <laughs> um and i was asleep and as most nights i was tossing and turning and thinking about evolution and my business and, and all of the different things and i woke up and i was just like nor I just knew I needed to get up. And one of the things I'd been thinking about a lot at that time was I've, I'd been hearing a lot about the thoughts that you have govern your life. And I, I was trying to, for so long, trying to write like this morning scripture that I could read to myself and like kind of like a list of beliefs that I wanted to embody. But every time I try to write them, it wouldn't come out. And it was this thing anyway, at three 33 in the morning, um, I was laying in bed and all of a sudden um, my husband's phone, which is never on loud, made a ding noise. And I rolled over and just like tapped it to like stop the noise and up came 3.33 and I was like, I'm awake. I just had this, I don't know, I don't even know how to explain it, just this earning to like get up. And so I got up. Um, come to my office and I just pulled out my journal, um, which is also a Those Two Sisters journal. Um, and I pulled it out and I just wrote, today is a very special day. And that's how I started it. And then I didn't even know why today was a special day, but I just knew something new that I just needed to write. And I was not in my head at all. I just started writing anyway, next minute. Four, four or five pages later, I was still just writing. And I, I felt like that day I really got to the depth of like what truly was my mission, what truly was my purpose and um, almost like what impact I really wanted to make and why that was so significant for me. And I started getting all teary around, you know, because it was almost like that was the transition point from when my business was about me to when my business become about others. Mm -hmm. And as I was writing it, you know, there wasn't many people in the world that I felt like I could just <laughs> call up and be like, hey, I had this like spiritual awakening that I don't understand anything about. But by the way, so anyway, I had Michelle um, on Voxer and I sent her a message and I said, I don't know why, but I just feel really pulled to share this with you. Um, like even though Diane and I probably are close up, like we're, you know, we spent a lot more time. I've actually worked with Diane a lot more than I've worked with Michelle, but it was just something about Michelle. Um, and so I was like, hey, I've just had this crazy moment that I can't really explain, but um, this is it and I just want to read it to you. So I read it out to her and I ended up getting a message back from Michelle just crying, like half falling, being like, oh, my God, that message was like exactly what I needed to hear this morning and it was just all of a sudden our missions were so in alignment um in that moment and there was pieces that were obviously there definitely for me but there were pieces that 
there were pieces in it that Michelle had needed to hear as well. And like I said, I don't, I, I still can't understand that. And some of that stuff's a bit, like you said, woo woo. And I'm still like, part of me is like, how do I own that? Like, I'm like totally into that stuff now because the old me was like, no, 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 I'm masculine. I do this, 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 I follow the structure. But you know, when you open your mind, um, incredible things happen. And I think even like, it's almost like magic, the way that downloads come in, conversations happen. Like, yeah, I'm just looking at even yesterday, some of the crazy things that happened to me when I just tuned into myself and went, the universe has my back and I'm in the right place at the right time doing exactly what I need to do. And I'm here, I'm here to, I, my cup is full and now I'm overflowing and I'm, I'm doing that juggle of filling my cup with what I need so that I can serve from a different place. And so we're both, you know, it, it's helping us both me and you. So for everyone, wow. who, yeah, I hope that you can also do business from that place where it's filling both your cups. Yeah. Business and life from that place, people, that's, that's where it's at. And it continues to grow and evolve and get better and better. But it doesn't need to because if you're in that present moment, there is no past and there is no future. There really is just this moment right now. And I truly believe that's where the power is. And that's uh, what I hear you say time and time and time again, Renee, in your metaphors and everything that you've shared is that power of the present moment and from deep inside of you as opposed to like external so thank you for coming on today and sharing your essence with us. I think it's deeply felt by everybody and, you know, honoring you in the journey as well, because I know that you started listening to the podcast way back at the beginning and probably listened to most of them on the way through and got so much content and amazing moments. And I now know you have your own podcast and your own um, mind gym and you're the leader of Pure Possibility, creating legacy wealth globally families all around the world and it's truly inspiring as a coach as a friend to have witnessed you from where I met you a couple of years ago the commitment and the devotion to continuing to show up continuing to question yourself and really find that softness really find oh my the computer screen just like lit right up really bright when I said that that's amazing um so yeah such a this this is my why to continue to be here now do what I love to do and witness and watch and support and hold space for women like yourself who are leading communities to really step into the essence of who you really are so you can share from that place. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. I feel deeply um, honoured to be here on this journey. I'm really excited for what yet to come, but even more excited to be here right now in this podcast with you and, yeah, enjoy the journey together. In fact, I think we're going riding next weekend, aren't we? Is that next we are, week? this weekend, this weekend. Okay, well, I'll see you this weekend. Yes, I will. I will see you this weekend. Um, for those of you who don't know, Diane has, uh, so my family is really big into motorbikes and motocross and her, her, her son has also got quite an interest in it. And so this weekend, um, we are going to a girls only ride day. So stay tuned to our socials because that is going to be going off um, as we go riding together and we take our daughters. Especially and- since I don't have a bike yet. I hired one the other week to practice the clutch and the brake and all the little bits and pieces, but we had to give that one back. So let's manifest a bike. Yes. Yes, I've got to pick one up also. 
you've got to get on too. All right, cool. Well, I'll see you this weekend. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, thanks, everyone. Bye. Hey there, beauty. Thank you so much for joining us at Those Two Sisters and tuning in to the Rise and Shine podcast series. As a special gift to all of you, we would like to offer you a taste tester of what it would be like to work with those two sisters, myself and my sister, Michelle Ann. So for $97, you get seven days Voxer access with both Michelle and I and a whole bunch of other stuff, which is absolutely priceless. So for $97, if you wanted to come over, filter that through your own body, feel how it would feel for you to dip your toes in and have really close proximity and access to both Michelle and and myself for several days and the extended community so we can really start to light that fire, to stoke that fire within you and get you the life that you desire. Let's go. If you're wanting access to this, please send me a personal message. I will have my team send you the link and you can sign up right there on the spot and absolutely revolutionize and change your life.